0: You start to treat something as being too big for you to comprehend It's most likely too big for you to have an impact on. We become more and more obsessed with tribes, man, woman, conservative, liberal, right, left. We become hyper focused on our identities. You are not your identity. You are you.
1: Certain positions in Hollywood or banking or whatever are Jewish doesn't seem like something worth moaning about to me because to me it's like moaning about the fact that most coal miners are men there are discrepancies in race religion gender in almost every profession in the world the jewish question and when people ask me to talk about it is something along the lines of well they secretly control the world and they're keeping all of us down and blah 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 here's why you could take your jewish question shine it up real nice and stick it up your little racist butthole i'm going to tell you why Because I don't actually give a fuck if there were a secret cabal of Jewish people controlling the world, or a secret cabal of black people controlling the world, or a secret cabal of cisgender white men controlling the world, or a secret cabal of Mexicans controlling the world. I don't care. And I'm going to tell you why I don't care and why you shouldn't care. You shouldn't care. Because I, Tristan Tate, was born as a mixed race man in the projects on a council estate in England. I lived in a homeless shelter for years, and I am now in the top 1% of the top 1% in terms of income bracket. I'm at a very high percent in
0: terms of... <laughs> Yo, he got a point there, though, right? Like, uh, it, you can have it two ways, right? You can have it either there's people controlling things that don't want us to have things, and people get it regardless and despite of that. Then it doesn't really matter. The other point you can make is that these people who are running things are apparently so incompetent at what they're doing that they shouldn't be, they shouldn't matter either way. Like you have to be able to explain that, but also you might be the minority. You might be the exception to the rule and not the rule itself. So you got to keep that in mind as well. Not everybody's going to be able to have the opportunities or be at the right place at the right time to get what you got or be born in the same family with the same person or whatever the case may be. Like it can go both ways, right? I grew up in the projects. I got plenty of homeboys who didn't make it out. I got plenty of homeboys that's in prison or died. And the difference between us, while you may not know it, but there were significant changes that could have been implemented in their lives that allowed them to get further than they actually did. For example, I had a good father who was still around. Even though he didn't stay with us in the projects, I still got to see my father from time to time. That had a major impact on my development. So even though I went to jail and I got in trouble and all these different things, I still had somebody there planting those seeds. So sometimes you can be the exception of the rule and sometimes it can just be the rule. But you have to be very careful by, you know, administering broad statements that applies to everybody. But I overall think that the statement is true, that if you work hard, you apply yourself, you take accountability for your life and you really take the steps towards being better each and every day, that you can get much further that way than just accepting you're a victim or somehow there are evil forces working behind the scenes to keep you down. Even if that is the truth, I still think you will get much farther in life by taking your destiny in your own hands and deciding that you are what you make yourself to be.
1: Influence, Breck. I have 37,000 people listening to me right now. A lot of you respect me. A lot of you care what I have to say. A lot of you want to listen to my opinions. Loads of you want to listen to my opinions about the Jewish question. Who cares? Stop caring. If you become a multi-billionaire and somehow Jews are messing with you, by all means, go on your stupid little crusade. But when you're living in your mother's basement and you're poor and you're broke and you have no money and no one cares who you are and no one cares what you say and you have no influence on the world. And why are you obsessing over the fact that some Jewish people hold positions of power in the world? Get over it and move on. That is my answer to the Jewish question. No, I am.
2: There's been a lot of new stuff since the last time we spoke, a lot of stuff that uh, we could talk about. (laughs) Ah,
3: Sure, what's up?
0: Destiny. Nico.
2: There's a couple things uh, that I have going on. I have um, Jesse Lee Peterson tomorrow, so I, I could ask you about that, about how to speak to him. There's also the Adam22, blah, blah, blah thing that you already know about. Yeah. Everyone's talking about that. And also, Tristan Tate following you. and
3: Tristan messages me this morning, and he's like, hey, I didn't know that you thought I was guilty. And I'm like, yeah.
2: And also, mentioning Nick and uh, addressing certain groups of people and answering a question.
3: Um, yeah, whatever you want. Are you in LA now?
2: I'm back. I was in LA and then went to Thailand, went to Phuket for a while, just got back. back you're,
3: doing JLP, you're doing it remotely, or?
2: Yeah, I'll do remote, but I I wanted to do it in person, but I didn't know he was in
0: L.A.
3: Gotcha, gotcha.
2: Um, First, first, what do you think about um, Tristan?
0: Do y'all like watching people play video games while they stream? I I really want to know. Like, I'm really curious. Like, I don't play video games. Like, I could never get into it. Uh, I stopped playing video games when I was, like, uh, 12? I think 12 was the last time I played video games. And I'm probably real bad at it because I ain't played it so long. But, like, do y'all like when somebody plays video games while they're streaming or whatever? Or, like, does it? offer a little distraction while in between the moments of silence or when a person looking up something or whatever the case may be.
2: So do you see Tristan Tate answering certain questions? About the juice stuff
3: or whatever? Yeah. What's your take on that?
2: I mean, obviously, I agree.
0: <laughs> you
2: agree that it's not worth
3: Talking about it, you should just get money and go on dates. There's no, There's almost nothing there. People that obsess over it are generally losers. They generally offer no good solutions or advice or things to live in life. Anybody that offers grand conspiracy narratives about how the world is run, it's usually disempowering. It's just annoying to deal with. And it's, you know, but-
0: yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. And one thing I uh, appreciate about Destiny is like, I Whether I Destiny might consider himself to be uh, a liberal. He might consider himself to be on the left. I don't consider Destiny to be on the left. I, I consider Destiny to be like dead center in the middle. You can have positions that are widely accepted on the left, and have some position that's widely accepted on the right, that doesn't make you one or the other. I think that Destiny is somebody who, after listening to him over an extended period of time, because when I first originally heard Destiny, there were a lot of things he said that I disagreed with, and I was much more conservative than I am right now. But even then, I always feel as if he's willing to consider arguments that are opposed to his ideas and entertain them in a good faith effort and try to generally, like give his honest take on them. And I don't always agree with his conclusions, but I feel as if he's a clear pillar. I really think that Destiny is a clear pill politics type of person. And I'm willing to label him that way. Destiny is a clear pillar. And I created a clear pill. So y'all make sure y'all tell people that. I don't want nobody to steal that from me.
3: But obviously that's my Take on it. Well, I understand
2: your point about the obsession thing. There are a lot of people that obsess over it. And usually the people that do don't have anything really going on. And so they get satisfaction from thinking that everything's out to get them online. A lot of them are nerds and in their basement all the time, spam posting on cartoon accounts. But
0: yeah, I listen to Destiny when I'm like, uh, I'll listen to Destiny if I'm like driving or whatever the case may be. And I drive a lot since I'm a truck driver. But like that's usually, but I don't watch video games. I'm not interested in the video games that's being played. Uh, just listen.
2: Don't you think that it's, I'm wondering what you think. You think it's important to talk about, if you're talking about um, the matrix and controlling mechanisms, aren't those questions worth investigating no
0: all right this matrix out there right i've heard the matrix being used in a couple different contexts mainly um about a system of i guess checks and balances amongst an elite group of people who want Society to be geared or steered in a certain direction and want everybody to be docile or somehow serving the system instead of serving themselves, which includes, depending on who you're talking to, a number of different things. It could be wanting men to be weak and uh, non combative, it could mean Uh, supporting feminism so women will go out and not have happy relationships with men and raise their families together. I've heard all kinds of different arguments based on the matrix. One thing I will never do is buy into a grand narrative. And the reason I will never buy into a grand narrative is because the moment you start to treat something as being too big for you to comprehend, it's most likely too big for you to have an impact on. I'll give you an example. Andrew Tate, for example, says that the Matrix is out to get him based on the allegations that's going forth. I'm not saying the brother's guilty. I'm not saying he's not guilty. I personally don't care. But what happens is, if the Matrix is real, this would be a clear example of even Andrew Tate, with all of his influence and all of his notoriety, has no sway. Apparently, he's unable to stop the matrix from getting him. So we have to put things in perspective. What is something that's in your life right here, right now that you can have an impact on, what you can affect? Let's focus on what's real. Let's focus what's right in front of you and let's conquer that first. And then let's move on and try to conquer something different. Too often we see too many political commentators, too many public figures and influencers trying to get people to take on things that are way beyond them. And these people that they're calling upon to take on the system can barely take control of their own lives. This is why I would never go along with the grand narrative situation, the matrix or et cetera, et cetera, because I would much rather offer real advice that can help people right here, right now, and try to avoid the grand narrative. Because overall, You're not going to make an impact, even if it is true.
3: No, not at all. I think there's a lot of important things to talk about in life. I think that the issues and problems that exist in life are usually, you need a pretty sophisticated explanation of them. Um, Talking about like Jews or the Matrix is just a way to shortcut all of the critical thinking into putting all of the ills onto some external boogeyman. Like rather than saying, you know, like integrate.
0: And I argue the same thing with black people. I've been arguing this since I started making content. And before I started making content. If you're going to make everything about slavery, if you're going to make everything about racism and white supremacy, this is beyond the average person. Even if what you're saying is right, all you end up doing is creating hopelessness. And hopeless people don't make great citizens. Hopeless people don't make great families. They don't make great people. So you can focus on all of those things, but The end result, all you're doing is creating more suffering than more prospering. Some people actually believe that if they can somehow reveal the whole cabal of like the corruption that's going on, that somehow it's going to prevent you from needing to put food on your table today. Prevent you from needing to feed your children or get clothes for back to school. Like these are real tangible things that we should be focusing on instead of like, oh, we need to stop the Jewish cabal or whatever that's running the world.
3: It's just a way to shortcut all of the critical thinking into putting all of the ills onto some external boogeyman. Like rather than saying, you know, like integrating certain minorities into the country is very difficult or sometimes we might want to do things and they end up backfiring. Um, Sometimes, you know, policy is really hard to write. Those answers are unsatisfied.
0: I know I said I don't watch the video game, but this motherfucker just running in circles. (laughs)
3: satisfying even if they might be the answer and it's way more satisfying to think like jewish boogeyman uses holocaust to get all of us to destroy society like that's a really fun it's cool it's sexy it makes me feel like you have access to some special information but at the end of the day it doesn't get you any closer to solving any problem whatsoever in
0: my opinion yes yeah, it's, it's not
2: very practical like making it out of the matrix and getting your money up and becoming self
0: see uh i i hear that uh this boy sneeko he uh he 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 uses the word the matrix and all of that. Um, he he uses a lot of the similar language. I think he became a Muslim or whatever the case may be. Now I saw him have a conversation on, uh, with No Jumper or something at uh, Adam Twenty Two, and he was going after hip hop and he said hip hop was degenerate. Like, uh, I appreciate that. I thought it was a good idea. I I thought it was great to have somebody. And I don't really care if you say eighty percent of bullshit. Like, I really don't care, cause I'm gonna call you out for your bullshit. But if you say one thing that's really good, I'm gonna back you up on that. And I appreciated the fact that Sneaker was calling out hip hop for being degenerate. I thought that was what's up, that's dope.
2: Sovereign and all that stuff.
3: Um, But I don't wanna talk, the problem, just I guess like real quick on this, there's like two ways to view like the matrix. So in one way there's like the direction that like you, Fresh and Fit, Ryan Dawson, I guess are all in this direction. And I think Tristan Taves in another direction. In one world, the matrix is like, there's this system of people that are trying to disenfranchise men, delete masculinity, oppress white people.
0: That's what I said, right? (laughs)
3: And they're doing so so that they can leverage institutions like the banks and the WEF in order to enrich themselves while stopping on the necks of like all these other groups beneath them that might challenge them. That's like one version of the matrix. I think that's what like your crowd in general kind of subscribes to. I think that the version of the matrix that the Tates or at least Tristan would talk about, is Tristan would say the matrix are companies telling you to buy a product because it'll make you feel good. It's women telling you to be soft because that's what they want. And, they the don't. and it's a law. thing that is leading to disempower people because instead of telling you the things you need to hear that aren't profitable, it's just products being sold to you by companies and feel good slogans being given to you by people that don't know what it means to be master or be a Yeah,
0: one is direct. One is more like, hey, I'm an executive and I come into work today and I want to consider how I can fuck somebody over. So we're going to, you know, uh, enact certain... Uh, we're going to lobby the government, for example, to, uh, you know, make certain policies or legislation that will benefit their company and who gives a fuck if it harms people because overall money is what matters. then On the other hand, you have social engineering where it's less it's more subtle it's more uh subliminal message and that's like oh well we're going to Teach women to think a certain way, and then those women, based on what they think, is going to go out into society and behave a certain way, which is going to cause men to react a certain way, and it's going to create this uh, heated tension between the two. And most people don't really know how to put their finger on it; they can't really realize what's going on. But it's more like social engineering—like they wanted us to be this way, so they started planting seeds early on, causing certain outcomes. Because if they take those things away, then it makes it easier for them to run the country or the, or the world, whatever, etc. So, like. Uh, People need to get their shit together, right? I don't think that you should be a part of any group unless you have clearly defined. Uh, you have clearly defined what it is that you're talking about and what it is you represent. And oftentimes we have a lot of people that fall under the umbrella of certain things who wildly disagree with each other and probably not talking about the same exact thing.
3: That's like the the quote the matrix. I think that like Tristan is talking about. So there's a it huge. Seems like you have sense, uh,
2: you've yeah. lined up to his point of view quite a bit. Maybe because I've seen a couple of your interactions on Twitter and it seems like you're even starting to agree with him a lot more. I'm wondering if you have shifted your perspective on the trafficking thing, or it's also interesting to me that he ended up following you after you for months on end, said that he's a human trafficker and needs to go to jail
3: um no i mean there's always gonna be things that they say that i probably agree with right there's gonna be things that i say things that he says that i disagree with i still think they almost for certain are traffickers <laughs> um but i mean like i said the caveat always gives us unless they lied in all of their youtube videos that's probably not true um but i mean i told him as much personally too, where i said it's yeah I, I mean obviously i think you guys are traffickers but i mean they should go to court have their day in court do their shit but
2: and he wasn't upset with you he was just he probably had a cordial conversation
3: uh i mean a little i mean he was a little upset i guess he didn't know that but i mean i told him and he said well we'll see what happens i said good luck in court <laughs> we'll see what happens
2: Okay. Um, respect you sticking to that point of view even after that. What's your your whole take on, well, how should I approach the Jesse Lee Peterson interview? Like, that's like one of your most popular interviews of all time. And I think he's a really interesting guy. And I actually agree with him quite a bit. I posted this clip the other day from the No Jumper podcast where I was talking about how black culture promotes a lot of negative behavior. And a lot of times black people will drag black people down way more than they ever blame white supremacy for. For example, when you start to make it up in the world or you start to speak properly or you start to address more respectably, everybody, black people like use words like you're you're speaking white or they'll bring you back down and say that you're a... You're
0: uh, look, you can't bring another black man down. I'm sorry. Like, you can't bring them down. The only people you can bring down is motherfuckers who let you bring them down. You got me fucked up if you think that you calling me uh, Uncle Tom or saying that I speak white or whatever. is just somehow going to stop my progress. Anybody who allows somebody to bring them back down or try to, you know, keep them from making progress because they insult them is already weak-minded. And those are usually not the type of people that make it far, regardless. Um, but Sneeko is speaking to something real and I don't necessarily know the history of Sneeko with the black community. I don't know how ingrained he is in the black community. I don't know exactly where he's from, what his experience is, but it shouldn't matter based on the facts of the case. Like anybody with two eyes can look out into a culture and see certain negative aspects and certain positive aspects, and be able to call them out for what they is.
2: And all this stuff, say that you're, you know, you're simply for white people when you try to make it out of the. And you kind of see that that response in the quote tweets. Everybody mm-hmm. is saying like, "Oh, you can't speak you on know. black culture if you're not black."
0: Yeah, every Justin Lee Peterson, oh shit, is wow, yo. I need to go on Justin Lee Peterson show, bro. That would be crazy. I, I yo, I'll do that. I go do that in person, yo. Shoot. I think, he only, I think he live in L.A. or something
2: like that. Blah, blah, blah. Why is he talking about this? He doesn't know about jazz. It's like, okay, first off, no black person. Like, who who goes to jazz concerts anymore? Who listens to jazz? Who are all the top uh, black artists? They're all, you know, promoting murder. Sexy Red is like saying, my coochie pink, my boo hill brown, Cardi all these. All the major black artists are promoting degeneracy, which is something that we all know, but when you talk about it, they immediately try to silence you saying you're racist. So,
0: not all of them, but... Majority of them, I would say that. I kind of
2: saw a good response, and I think it's something worth talking about, and maybe even something you agree about. I was listening to you streamer before you saying that you could tell somebody is racist right away, but people will call me racist for that. And I saw a lot of people upset with me and uh, call me racist, but just I'm just pointing out something that if you if I was blacker, they would probably not their head and agree with. When you, Ye- <laughs> this,
0: this dude say if I was blacker, <laughs> it's like Tom McDonald if I was black. <laughs>
2: about it they say it makes sense but when I talk about it in a room with Adam 22 they immediately say like uh, oh look he uh, he follows oh, Richard Spencer lazy. he hangs out with the says he's <laughs> a white right supremacist sympathize all this stuff
0: David, did you? Have okay
1: <laughs>
3: okay okay when I say this I'm not here to pass judgment one way or another but when people have these conversations there's just some things I would like them to be aware of okay for a long time I would agree that to some extent rap
0: yeah I need to go on Jesse's show and I'm not just a reactant I'm a political commentator and all of that I was that before I was a reactor so like I'd definitely be down to go on um Jesse Lee Peterson's show you know, but i like, time it down. If I was black, you know. <laughs> I was just listening to that song the other day. That's funny. <laughs> it
3: is degenerate, right? Especially when we talk about early gangster rap, especially you talk about Sad Boy, Xanax rap, all these rappers that die of drug ODs and all this shit. Like there is an element to, you can even say there's an element to black culture that's degenerate, okay? That's probably true, right? There you go. Right. That, that, sure. We agree on that. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, but like, here's the issue. And this is what I...
0: See, but that's the thing though. And this is why I would disagree with Destiny just based on what he just said. There is no such thing as black culture. There's no such thing. Black people think there's a black culture. White people think there's a black culture. There is no such thing as a black culture. The reason there is no such thing as a black culture because nobody of a certain skin color get to impose their way of thinking or their way of behaving out in the world as being inherently black or belonging to all black people. It's just not true. If you go to black people that live in New York versus black people that live in California, they're going to have vastly different experiences. They're probably going to like different foods. They're going to have a different way of speaking the lingo. There is no such thing as black culture. There can be subcultures amongst certain black communities, but there are never going to be one thing that you can consider black culture. Now, you might say that hip hop is black culture because it's something that is big enough to encompass most black people's experiences because most black people have access to hip hop. But the problem that you run into when it comes to hip hop is the simple fact that even within hip hop, there is a wide variety of different music and artists who are doing vastly different things, different lingos, different things you can relate to. I can't relate to somebody who grew up in L.A. I can't. I can't relate to somebody who grew up in a certain different gang culture. Like You can't relate to those things. But that's the closest thing you can say to, oh, well, most black people have this in common. But here's the the other side of that coin. A lot of white people listen to hip-hop too. There are probably more white people that listen to hip-hop than black people that listen to hip-hop. You wouldn't say that's part of white culture. I don't think there's white culture either. Wish
3: when people have these conversations, these are things you need to keep in mind. Okay. okay. One, the entertainment that you create is a reflection of the culture that you're in, right? It wouldn't make, like, there's no Ashkenazi Jew that makes a song called, like, police. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you? F-
0: That's also bullshit, Destiny. Bro, I'll give you an example. Takashi69 is a hip hop artist, or was a hip hop artist. I'm not sure where he stands at this moment, who was literally repping blood who was literally making videos with a group of Bloods, who dyed his hair rainbow colors, went and got tattoos and all this stuff, and completely made music for gangbangers. Was never really about that life. Didn't grow up in the gang culture, wasn't from those projects. Completely fabricated his story. And the people that was with him knew it at the time. So, yeah, it happens all the time. Where people make music that don't reflect their reality or the culture in which they grew up in
3: feel that way about the police if you right, just right. well unless you're talking about the gestapo right um so so that's one thing keep in mind that the the art and the media that you create is going to be a reflection of the environment that you're in now if we look at um if we look at the history of african-americans in the united states the environment that they've been in for a long time has been on one level legally and institutionally right or the very that like, legally they were slaves okay um past that it was institutionally jim crow you know red line yeah. yeah. but then
2: why is it that whenever a rapper starts to get out of
3: that even years real quick I'm gonna, i'll let you answer, answer i just want to explain this real quick i
0: i i got something to say but i want to hear exactly
3: okay right mm-hmm. that for all these times black people's culture in the united states because of things that have been outside of their control have been they've been relegated to, to really shit environments and the result right, of that right, the media right. they've made has been some kind of reflection on that. then there's also this kind of uncomfortable thing where we were very critical of black media's garbage black media's horrible it's bringing down the black community but then there's this uncomfortable trend of like black people will create something that's disgusting the blues and jazz these bastardizations of european music and then eventually wipe it away you know it was gross we it, but actually it's kind of cool we're gonna take it right jazz beat, jazz uh, blues jazz came a lot of it from uh, black players and fusion of their culture into european style music they made something new and creative we thought it was horrible and then elvis presley comes out and just rock and roll it's awesome you go to jazz institutions today it's all white people playing it awesome. Awesome, right, and then something similar is kind of happening with rap. Rap is gross. Rap is disgusting. But if you go to any rap concert, ninety percent of the audience are white people. So, while we're simultaneously criticizing the culture and saying it's disgusting, we're the main consumers of it. When I say we, I mean we as white people. So, I'm just saying that collectively, we take all. But
0: that's not what's happening, though. Uh, the the most of the time, the people who will tell you that something's wrong with hip hop is probably going to be other black people, because black people are the victims of bad culture, like. If there is something that negatively impacts the black community, black people are going to be the first ones to tell you that they disagree with it, which Destiny does say that white people are the majority who supports this stuff, right? Because they've inherited this idea, like he said, that that's black culture. And they want to feel as if they're supportive of black culture. And what better way to support black culture than by being a part of black music? And that's why we have to get rid of this notion of black this, black that, white this, white that. Because... As long as we keep creating these categories of what a black person is supposed to be, which is a stereotype, what you're doing is excluding a very, um, a various amount of people who don't fit that category or people who are penalized for not falling into that category or not relating to that experience. You're not allowing people to be diverse, even amongst their own race, which can be inherently bad and can cause negative outcomes.
3: On that account. I can see black people look at you like, okay, f- you. you're you saying that our media is crap and we're ourselves. That might be true to some extent, but it doesn't keep you from consuming it. You love buying it. You're our main consumers. Um, and eventually you come by and you steal it and you don't have any of the same criticism because it's not the same expectation for you as a white person to uplift your culture. Whereas every single rap artist that becomes famous is expected to be some representative, some Malcolm X, some MLK that's supposed to uplift all those people when they might just want to make media that reflects their environment and they just want to make money like any white person. Would. But there's a whole. Right. Of, yeah, I'm not arguing that. Problem.
0: Of course. There's no expectation of like that, bro. None. Trust me. I know plenty of famous artists I used to rap. There was no expectation. Every black person I know, and this is an antidote, this is not representative of black people across the country. Every black person I know, and I've been around black people from many different areas around the country, I've spoken to plenty of them. Nobody got into hip hop to represent the black community. Most of these black artists are getting hip hop to make money. They find it easier to be a hip hop artist than to go to school and become a doctor or a lawyer. It's easier. It's right there because all you got to do is be able to rhyme, say a few words, you know, get a little rhyme scheme, get a beat. It's easy. Why do you think people sell drugs? It's easier. It doesn't require as much effort to be a hardworking citizen and getting less in return. That's what we're really in it for. Not to be a representative of the Black community. That may come later for some artists, like a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar, somebody who presents themselves as an intellectual thinker, somebody who's trying to highlight certain aspects that uh, that Black people might have in common. But most hip-hop artists are just dudes trying to make a, make a buck.
2: We, we all know that white kids love to consume the stuff. The aesthetic is sexy, there's murder, all this stuff that's working, all that stuff. Like, obviously, that's attractive. That's why they keep making it. But uh-huh. the, the big argument is why even when they're out of that lifestyle, like, yes, okay, system, systematic oppression, they're from the hood, all this stuff, right, redlining, blah, 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 we're victims, we're victims, we're victims. That's always a, the main black mentality in America is that we're, we're always victimized and white supremacy holding us back. But how come when they start to elevate, when they start to get out of that, even years after they've been out of the gang lifestyle, that's all they know how to continue rapping about. That's all they know how to, even when they have nothing to do with it for years and years and years, they're-
0: Yeah, we got multimillionaires, some even billionaires still talking that nonsense. Bro, if you go going to Atlanta, bro, they got rappers who've been millionaires who was paying dudes to hit do hits on other people and keep the game culture going and stuff of that sort. Like, at what point did you get to stop the excuses? At what – give me a threshold. Tell me at what point can we say, all right, you no longer have this excuse. Let's say I'm willing to give it to you up to a million dollars. Three million dollars. At what point can we have a realistic expectation for somebody not to act ass? There has to be a cutoff.
2: Or whole aesthetic, all of it is. They even will stay in the gang mentality. Will stay. They'll be around that just so that they could keep that aesthetic going. Because purposely, people, yeah, Because purposely, they'll purposely, they'll purposely.
0: Now, on the other hand, their whole reputation kind of hangs on that. Like hip hop is a very aggressive culture, so there's something inherent in hip hop itself. That creates a mentality to where, like, even if you're like Jay Z, you still have to kind of like be a part of the culture. You got to still feel like you hip and you're part of it. And if you try to switch it up, you got to do it in such a way that it's still swag, it still somehow, you know, meshes with the common folk. You know, you can't just completely hit o- Obama on people,
2: <laughs> surround themselves with that aesthetic and ideology <laughs> and that that lifestyle to sell more music. They won't live that whatsoever. They'll be at nice dinners. They'll be traveling.
0: That should be the new word, bro. If, if, If you switch up, like if you're from the hood and you grow up and you get rich, you should become an Obama. You know what I'm saying? Speak well, dress well, start a family. You know what I'm saying? Just completely go Obama on their ass.
2: In the world of be private jets and they're still talking about gangbang and gdk gdbd all this stuff
3: because one because your, your upbringing and how you get success is, is largely going to shape a lot of your life you make money doing it people it's
0: funny how destiny is the one like trying to explain this right it's like listen to destiny he understands this and uh and look we can have an intellectual conversation about it and i think destiny is trying to give them the benefit of the doubt But I can't give them the benefit of the doubt because I see the real world implications of their behaviors, their lyrics and the things they promote in society. I have been a product of that. I know exactly where that leads. And I've spent time in jail with a bunch of people who want to rap. I understand the stories and the things we highlight and glorify. This is not about like, oh, getting out the hood and, you know, telling our story. This is like, no, we enjoy this. We love this. This is who we are. I will brag about it. Yo, I did this one thing. I robbed this dude. Like, yo, like people brag about that stuff because you get cool points off of it. So I can understand Destiny's need to try to like explain it in a way that doesn't make black people look bad. But once you've seen the real world implications of it, it had to be forced to go through it. You can't come to the same conclusion.
3: We want to hear it, um, and it's something that you carry with you forever, right? This is part of the ra- um, criticism. I don't want to get like too much into this other stuff. I don't want to disagree too much, but like a lot of the things that Red pillars say about how they move through relationships actually makes a lot of sense if you look at it through a poor lifestyle. When you talk about like, for instance, a lot of Red pillars, when you guys talk about how you manage relationships, when you say the man leads, one of the reasons why that you guys always give about men leading is if you get into a fight, if you know somebody breaks into your house, if, uh, this is poor ghetto mentality, right? No middle class person is thinking like, I need to leave my woman for when I have to fight for her life, because middle class and wealthy people don't think that way. But even wh- even these Red pillars that make like million dollars, when was the last time Myron got you know like jumped with a dude a gun trying to kill him his girlfriend, right? Actually
2: recently they were at the restaurant um, after a show and he had to protect everybody because he's always carrying a gun. And he said, like, everybody get behind me because there was a fight that went on in the middle of the restaurant. So even yeah, wait, those, wait, wait, they don't wait. Wait. money, that's all, all.
0: That's not what this man said. <laughs> no, there was a fight in the middle of the restaurant. That's not the same as somebody running into your house. Like, Come on, man. I hate when people try to like uh, just completely use an example that's not specific to the subject that's in the way that he was putting it. Like, come on, man. Always a risk is always a
2: possibility.
3: No, no. C- come on it, well, it might, yes, like, it, 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 sure it might happen every now first of all was this a random dude or was this like a fan or whatever right like and actually it, it actually,
2: was a random it was a random at the restaurant but when it does get down to that it's always a man that has to protect he's the one carrying the gun he's the yeah, one who's the what well, you're saying being. i understand
3: what you're saying right now this is a poor this is a broken mentality. mentality nobody in like the wealthy world thinks this way you call the cops or you just leave nobody's thinking about like what how do i need to move in case of a fight like nobody nobody's building their life around these interactions well,
0: no, you- i don't know I guess because I grew up in the projects. Maybe maybe that, that's a resonant. But I'm no longer low class. I'm no longer poor. I'm no longer living in the projects. I live relatively in a nice neighborhood. I have nice things. I have stuff that people might want to steal. People usually want to steal from people they feel like they can get something of worth and value from. I have guns. I plan to use my gun. I keep my gun next to me on my nightstand just in case I have to protect me and my wife. Do I think it's going to happen? the likelihood of it might be probably low, but I am still going to be prepared. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't think that's just a poor person's mindset. Rich people have guns. Uh, Middle class people have guns. Uh, I, I, I can't get with destiny behind that, but I will say the likelihood of you being victimized once you reach a certain level in society decreases very drastically poor people are more likely to experience violence and poor people are more likely to be the victims of a crime than more well-off people.
2: You're equating it to that he needs to get in a fight. He's the one carrying the gun. He's the one who's, the, who's gonna be most capable with a weapon in that scenario. It's gonna sure. be, he's gonna be better at it than a woman in all I, I
3: understand what you're saying, but I'm saying this is like 0.1% of what you're thinking about. But when you listen to Red Pillars, it's like 85% of like how the world is built is around surviving fights. Like, it's just most people just don't think about that, right? You spent some time in Miami Beach. You've been in LA. Like, you've been in LA, like, most places, this shit is not happening. I lived in LA for three, four years. I'm going to do a ton of I've been in fucking weird places in Hollywood, homeless people. Like, I've been down in Miami Beach now. I go all over Brickle, Miami Beach. Like, it's just not something I think about. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not ultimately yeah.
2: the bigger, the bigger point of it, It's not. A-
0: I think that Red Pillars focus heavily on the, the, the masculine aspect of, like, security and violence and fighting for your honor and all of that stuff they they put a high emphasis on the difference between men and women when it comes to physical uh capability, because I think that in all reality, they feel as if that's all men have going for themselves. Uh, I don't really care about the difference between my physicality versus my wife's physicality. Of course, I'm going to protect her. Of course, I'm going to be the one to step up if something happens or whatever, but 99% of the time, that's not even a factor in our lives. So I don't base my life around it. I don't consider it a big enough uh, factor for me to use to build my whole worldview around
2: just about the fact that it's happening all the time but it's just having that mentality will lead a better relationship that's sure, just, just that, well, sure i'm just saying
3: that i'm trying to illustrate here is that like that is something that comes from a certain type of background and it's carried through like myron and maybe i guess even you i don't even know are going to carry this mentality with you for 10 23 years but what i'm telling you is that other wealthy people are going to look at you like you're crazy that'll never change when you start saying things like oh yeah like if you say if you're at a table talking to some yeah. wealthy folks that come from wealthy families and, and you're like i need to lead in the relationship like oh well why is that Snake? and it's like what if he breaks in here and a fight breaks out look <laughs> like you're crazy.
0: that's not the reason that i'm going to give in that scenario He's like everybody gonna look at you like you are crazy. <laughs> I mean, yo, to be real, if you rich now, if you if you wealthy, I mean, if you really that concerned about your safety, you just hire security. <laughs> you not worried about going to do combat. I mean, like realistically, you just hire security if you can. If you rich enough to afford it, like
2: that's yeah, because my woman is gonna feel more safe and secure, and she's gonna be able to be in her feminine more if I'm the one protecting and leading, and I'm the masculine one. And there's a lot that's like just
0: I've seen. Sneeko. And I don't know he must be talking about using a firearm. Cause physical violence, unless he's a black belt or he knows Jiu Jitsu or some ancient Chinese form that I'm unaware of. I know women the size of Sneeko.
2: It's the most physical and the best example of it, like when a fight breaks out, but that's obviously not gonna happen that much. The relationship's better when the masculine man is leading and the woman can be feminine. A woman can't properly be feminine mm-hmm. if she's not in a safe environment, she doesn't feel secure. That's ultimately the reason for it.
0: Uh- the relationship is happiest when you're with the person because y'all are a good match. Fuck all of that extra shit. Fuck all of this stuff that people try to break love down to a silence. Me and my wife are complete opposites in a lot of different things. When it comes to politics, when it comes to our interests and the things we enjoy doing. But like we found a way to make it work. Relationships aren't supposed to be perfect, but you find somebody that you can make it work with because y'all love each other, because y'all have common goals in mind. And those differences don't really matter as much if you're both adults and know how to engage in conversation and be willing to give some sacrifices and compromise. Because that's what relationships are. You have to do that with your parents. You have to do that with siblings. You have to do that in the workplace. Most people try to give the exception to relationships. It's not an exception. You have to build at it. You have to work at it. Sometimes you need counseling. Sometimes you got to, you know, Spend some time apart. It's a numerous amount of factors, but there's no one solution that fits all people. And we have to stop believing that there's one thing that is just must apply to all women, one thing that must apply to all men. Now, we can look at an overall trend on what most women want and what most men want. Yes. But when it comes to two people deciding to date and two people deciding to be together, None of that stuff matters. The only thing that matters is what's good for those two people. And if they can't make it work, they need to find somebody else.
3: Uh, okay, uh, that was just one example. But what? Okay, what else you going to talk
2: about? The last one was uh, the, what do you think about the Sal Adam twenty two thing? He's uh, so I, what I've been messaging him back and forth for a lot of time, and you know, people are making memes about. Uh, I saw a collage of like the four of us, like the cut coalition. I think it's funny. And Adam, I, I like the fact that he's.
0: I got a question for y'all. Uh, while I'm at it, uh, is there anywhere else that y'all would like me to stream? Is there any other place that y'all stream or y'all watch streams at? Uh, I heard something about this place called Kick. I know that people are going over there. Is that something worth looking into? Uh, I'm just curious on other outlets that I can start streaming in. So y'all let me know.
2: Uh, he, he seems really happy with his daughter. He was traveling around Europe. He just got married. He was on his honeymoon. I see him like pushing his daughter in the swing. And then I go on his podcast and he's like, Yeah, I just let my, my wife do a BBC porn. Um, and I'm wondering, wait, because in my opinion, I like the guy. I really do. Uh, but, you know, he has all these Satanist stuff in his in his office. He has like the Antichrist tatted on his face. He says he's an atheist, but atheists always tend to embrace Satanism to some extent. I don't know about you. That's a bigger thing that we could talk about. But he <laughs> seems to be coping now on Twitter. He seems to kind of be justifying it. And he's like saying that, all right, I like this and it turned me on and all this stuff. But he's also like feeding into the tro-
0: atheism tend to uh, embrace Satanism. Most atheists, you probably wouldn't even know. Most people who don't believe in God never tell people they don't believe in God. They never engage. Most atheists just want to be left alone. The people you see on TV, the people at the parades and stuff like that, they want to be seen. They're trying to make a statement. Believe me trust me on this if you're an atheist you don't believe in satan for one there are some atheists who have embraced satanism but not as a deity they've embraced it as a concept and it's more so in rebellion to theism but okay
2: trolls and it clearly bothered by it to some extent i'm wondering I don't what think he's bothered
3: about. by it i think mean, he's bothered by how much other people are bothered by it um no, I, 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 we're I, still I, bothered I by it well no it's bothered.
0: yeah i think most people uh on my show, uh, my channel, watch YouTube mostly. I try Twitch, it just wasn't for me. I tried Twitch twice, it wasn't for me, but I think Kick is something new. Um, uh, yeah, but I would like to, I gotta find a way because I don't think StreamYard lets me put up my chat on the actual screen. I would like to put my chat on the screen, kind of like Destiny has his chat in the corner of the screen. I don't watch anywhere but YouTube. I used to watch Twitch, but that's mostly for games. I don't know. It might be with putting the stream up for visibility, if nothing else. Yeah, hell, I I, I might just start streaming here in like Facebook or something like that. Uh, but I just need to stream more. Start getting more people. You know,
3: other by other people being bothered by it, right? Like when somebody calls me racist, that upsets me. It doesn't upset me because I'm racist. It's upset because they think I'm racist, right? There's a difference there, right?
0: I guess. I don't even get upset when people think I'm racist. I don't care what you think.
2: So you, you don't think that he cares at all?
3: I mean, they, apparently they had a large conversation about it. If he didn't want her to do it, he could have just told her not to do it, no?
2: I don't even... It's The whole thing is, it doesn't make sense. It's like if you're going to do it for money, just so that you can sell some OnlyFans stuff, the guy's a multi-multi-millionaire. You don't need to do
0: I don't see why this is a sneaker issue. That man decided to let his girl do something that you consider to be some not so good stuff. It's not your girl. Okay, see why you care. I wouldn't even have that conversation with him. Oh, yeah, you let your girl do this. that. that, that yeah, yeah, hey, good luck. You know what I mean? I don't even see why Sleekers has to have a conversation with him.
2: Do this for money. It seems weird that he did that like a couple weeks after his marriage. If you say multi-multi-millionaire, I could be
3: wrong. I doubt he's worth more than $10 million. Unless Whatever, it's-
2: but there's, there's no reason like the thing like, oh, I'm just doing it for money is also cope because you don't need to do that for money. That's the last thing. Well, but you could, have could a- be a
3: fuck ton of money. This might be like, this is probably gonna be the best only what, okay but yeah. what is he
2: gonna buy like if he say he has an eight million dollar net worth what, he's he isn't, that's not gonna give him a lifestyle upgrade whatsoever by you know having his wife do bbc porn what what, what was your read on it if it two on, or three acts as income
3: it could i mean it could
2: change what was your read about speaking to him about that what i saw is like he, he seemed like it was making him uncomfortable and it's i, I see it like in a couple of months he's gonna start regretting this and, and continue to try to justify it or go deeper down the, the porn <laughs> rabbit hole and also another moment that i had uh, on the podcast was like, like what are you gonna do about your daughter seeing all this stuff because i like the fact that he's become a father and he seems like he's maturing and he even said that Having a daughter was way more fulfilling than the hundreds and hundreds of women that he slept with, and I'm like, that's good. He seems like he's on the right path. And then he does this, and then I ask him like, well, how are you going to explain this to your daughter? They already, he said
3: he's already got a f- ton of tattoos. They already literally shoot porn. They do a podcast with women that they f- afterwards, right? Is this going to be the thing that this is different? This no. this is every
2: okay, but it's, so even if it's not just about the difference that it has on the child, mm-hmm. the perception is the, is the biggest part of perception. These
3: like, like really weird like red pill communities, where you guys think it's okay for you to know, like step out on your woman, but it's not okay for the woman to step on guy. I, I think for most people, it's, it's, not, it's not red like, pill. It's just it's just everybody. No no no, no that's, that's red Look, pill. That's only it's not red pill. That's not true. It's okay. not true. It's
2: it's not about the in between the relationship is also public perception. Because what I'm saying is that the kid is going to get bullied for this and it's going to come up. And what matters more...
0: You don't know that, Sneeko. You don't know. They're rich. Rich people can send their kids to private schools. They can homeschool them. They can... When you're rich, when you have money, you can literally control the environment in which you live. Almost down to an exact T. You can hire your um, maids, your servants. You can hire people to teach your child anything at a certain age, you can move to another country, have them raised in a totally different environment. When you're rich, the possibilities of like how you construct your life are almost endless. So, I mean, he's putting a lot of emphasis on what's going to happen to this man's kid when you just really can't, you know? I just followed you on Facebook. Okay, cool. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I was on Facebook for a while, but I am back on Facebook. So that's what's up, <laughs> for sure. I follow you back. Oh well, we well we friends. So I I, I accept your friend request.
2: Then just like how the mother and father deal with it is public perception. So once the daughter sees that and sees like, okay, mommy got BBC, that's going to be different on the child's mentality. than okay, like we did some they did some threesome simple Both are bad, but one is completely different because that's the type of it, that's the number one biggest humiliation ritual for a white guy.
3: Maybe if you're racist, um, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's just true.
0: Right? (laughs) You racist. What's the difference from a white guy shoving his cock in my wife versus a black man shoving his cock in my wife? Unless you're racist. The race only matters when you care about race
2: true i mean it's the number one uh porn subject for, for like it's always like black and white it's not an obsession look it's look, a, it is an
3: obsession the idea that like if my girl like, well
2: it's a white guy obsession but i, I am talking no, about it's a, it's a
3: black guy in red pill space it's a black person obsession too i think that if you put a poll pull a poll the average red pillar and you were to give them a woman you say would you rather she f- like five black guys or one dog i think they'd rather like or, or like five dogs or one black guy i think i'd rather take the doggy f- woman like every time like the obsession with bbc and black guys in white chicks or any chick is really f- weird and that's okay, true so like you, everybody in these red pill space even sure, black guys
2: sure but you don't think that this is going to be a, a problem because this is something that's completely new where we're trying to normalize this only fans is one thing um which is also bad and like Instagram pictures is is another level but something like this what lasting effect do you think that this has on a a child's mentality
3: I don't think
0: depends on the child children are different oh man it's just so much going into this I think Sneeko is trying to I think Sneeko has in his mind like yo I don't agree with this this is wrong and then it's like now he's extrapolating his perspective on all the ways this could go wrong and I just don't see why I can understand if this was his relationship, then you might start questioning like, okay, what did I do? How is this going to impact my child? But you worried about another man and his wife and his kid, somebody who doesn't have any impact on your life. They probably going to be living their life when you out of the picture. I don't see why he's putting that much stock into it unless he sees this as a way to somehow reconfirm some a position he already holds and he's going to use this guy as an outlet to point out why he's right about a certain position.
3: I think that you want to think about what is the effect that doing like public like podcasts or porn has on child mentality? That's something about, but like to separate out like the BBC from everything else they do, I just think it's really weird. But um in terms of like the child's mentality, I don't know, it's probably gonna be rough any child with like a famous parent or a parent that is born or whatever, it's probably there's probably gonna be extra challenges there that you gotta deal with as a parent, I would imagine.
0: I feel you.
2: <laughs> Did you what what did you notice when you were sitting on the on the podcast talking about it? I'm seeing it's still getting it's brought up so much with you. Uh I'm okay. it's starting to die down more with me, but it's always gonna be there forever. Um what what, what was your read of talking to him about that?
3: um It seems like he tried a thing for having his wife do some things. He's understandably he's having like some feelings about it. Almost everybody does, women included, after threesomes Like you know, they start to feel differently about it once they've actually seen it. um Who knows what, where he'll actually settle on whether or not he thinks it's okay to do in the long term or not. But that's probably something he's thinking about a lot, I guess. I would imagine. Okay. But you everybody see- has like feelings about like um like one of the most common like relationship enders for sexual things is like a woman's like, oh, I want to do a threesome, and then they feel good about it, and they want to do it, and then they do a threesome with a boyfriend, and they watch the boyfriend fuck another girl, and, like Ugh. she gets traumatized, right? Yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't think I like this at all. Yeah, but it's something I mean, that's common that happens. Yeah. So you're,
2: I, I see you're downplaying the the public perception of it because even because that is important whether or not it, it bothers you personally. more. <laughs>
0: If is you downplaying it. I think Sneaker's really committed to like proving the fact that this is bad. And look, it, it may be bad for most people. I think the average person probably are not in the headspace to deal with like sharing their partner sexually in different ways. It could be with a woman, with a man, multiple people. Most people have a harder time keeping their relationship on good enough, you know, levels just with them two. And when you start introducing other people into the relationship, it can be very difficult for most people to handle that. So, you know, I don't think Adam is trying to promote this lifestyle for other people to do it. It's just something that he, him and his wife does. And if he's wrestling with it, you know, by all means, you know, I think that he should have really, really wrestled with it much more before he actually allowed the the thing to happen. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, end with bad consequences, but for the most part, Sneeko's way too committed to having this conversation, and I don't know why.
2: More the public reception does matter uh, quite a bit, right? Like a woman doesn't get humiliated the same way when she goes into a threesome and feels bad about it the same way a man does, because that removes your masculinity. For a woman, it might make her insecure, but that doesn't remove her femininity.
3: I mean, it, it's just going to depend on how secure they are in themselves. If you're secure in yourself, and a the public perception is who cares. The public doesn't live your relationships. You do. I would never, I don't know how Adam feels about his, but I would never let the public dictate to me my sexual activities or my relationship history, because one, most people are virgins, and secondly, why would I let them? They don't live my life. I do.
0: You know, it's a weird thing. I never think in the way of masculinity. Like, my whole life, I never, ever stopped to ask myself, am I masculine? Uh, what makes me masculine? What makes me a man? I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the things that I like. I have the interest that I'm interested in. I took the path that I took because I was like, you know, these were where my mind was. But I never, ever felt like I had to fit into a mold to be considered masculine or that something made me feminine. Uh, I don't know if it's a security issue, but most men are just secure in who they are. And it's not necessarily whether they're masculine or not. It's just more so like. I'm a guy. I have a guy experience and that may contribute it to like things that I like or prefer, but mostly it's probably due to me just being a man. But like people who try to break down fundamental, like masculine versus feminine traits and stuff like that. I mean, you could do it from a scientific perspective, but as a social, uh, as a way of organizing people socially, I don't think it gets you very far, especially in a society in which we live because most men don't probably fit the criteria of what other men would consider masculine. They don't. Because where I come from, the experiences that I've had, a lot of guys who consider themselves masculine, especially content creators of that sort, would not fit the bill. They would not live up to the standard of what I would consider masculine or whatever the case may be. So I don't see what the obsession with it is. I understand that there's a rift between like men and women in society and their roles and like What's the best way to organize ourselves for the betterment of our society and our children's future? There's a conversation there necessarily that needs to be had, but I don't think it has to be surrounded by masculinity and femininity. It has to really be circled around like what are the best traits to introduce to a child and what works best when two people with two different minds come together and how we best navigate that. What are some good skills to have in a relationship, regardless of whether you're a man or a man or a female or a female, man and female? Like, it should be like, what are the critical skills that are crucial for the survival of a healthy relationship? And let's focus on those skills. And you might share some of the same skills, but if it works, it works. But once again, I'm not a red pillar, so.
3: But do
2: you think that taboos exist for a good reason?
3: So I think good. that. Kids is a taboo. Is probably a, that's really good for the. That's a taboo. But like having threesomes or doing things where all parties are consenting and like I don't think that's necessarily the worst thing in the world. No, I
0: the obsession is ridiculous. We just need to be ourselves and be happy. Absolutely. You know, uh, we become more and more obsessed with tribes, man, woman, conservative, liberal, right, left. We become hyper focused on our identities. You are not your identity. You are you. These are aspects of you. If you are a Christian, that doesn't mean that Christianity is your identity. If you're a conservative, that doesn't mean conservatism is your identity. If you're an atheist, that doesn't mean atheism is your identity or liberal, etc. That's just an aspect of you. Just like if you like macaroni and cheese, you don't define yourself by you liking macaroni and cheese. That's just one aspect of you. People have to stop thinking of themselves as being the thing which they support or uh, uh, ideology in which they favor you're more than just that and when you start to hyper focus on just that identity then you become the hammer and everything else becomes the nail
3: i don't okay. think I need a taboo around everything
2: right so you, you think that trans women are women all this stuff and like a uh, gay all, all the sodomy all that stuff is good what do you think uh, i've been having this discussion <laughs> with people i think people
0: inherently this man a, you think trans women are women and you think sodomy and all that stuff is good. Why does sodomy and stuff have to be good? Why can't it be neutral? Like, uh, I don't think a sexual act is inherently good or bad. I think that the impact or the outcomes of a certain sexual act is what we care about. Like, okay, this person did this sexual thing with this person and it led to this outcome. What are the outcomes that we're trying to achieve? Now, If you're trying to achieve a certain outcome, then it can be good. Let's say I'm trying to have a kid. Then me and my wife having sexual interactions is good to achieve a certain goal. Good and bad should be used as, you know, a utilitarian perspective, like from a utilitarian perspective. Does it further the goal that you're trying to reach or does it put you away from that goal? Uh, There's nothing inherently bad or inherently good for the sake of it. It has to be moving on a scale between good versus bad, progress versus regression.
2: We know that incest is wrong or bestiality is wrong, right? Because it's unnatural. Like any sex that doesn't completely consider, uh, doesn't completely afford to <laughs> reproduction is.
0: KCA, what's up, brother? So uh, I'm a macaroni and cheesiest. <laughs> what's happening? Uh, David said, You mean I shouldn't define myself as a mac and cheese? <laughs> then what am I supposed to do with all this cheese? y'all a trip (laughs) y'all finna start a new religion the mac and cheese uh crew or something (laughs) hey but some people will if y'all if y'all go on twitter or even facebook you'll see a lot of people who their name is not their name it's more associated with their uh, a certain aspect of their identity you'll see oh, the six, this person is so-and-so atheist. This person is the so-and-so conservative. This person is the so-and-so Christian. Uh, the liberal this. You will realize that people have avatars. They have created avatars that misplace or mi- misrepresent them as a person. Instead, you're meeting a representative of what they care about most. You know, unnatural sex isn't a real thing. All things in nature are, uh, in a so all things of is of nature as far as we know it. So, when people usually say something is unnatural, they're speaking about something that they consider to be a perversion of its intended purpose. But I would say that, like I say, we cannot speak about good or bad if we do not put in perspective what goal we're trying to achieve. It's an outro of the fine spaghetti monster religion. Yep, that's what exactly what I was thinking about for creamier. <laughs> <laughs> if it's too consistent, you're dope. It's not my concern. And, and a lot of people wanted to be their concern. I, I don't know why some people have the need to control other people, right? If you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Now, when you start to bother me, when you start to make your lifestyle or your issue my problem, then I have every right to stand up and speak for myself. But if you're off in your own corner of your world doing your own thing, that's perfectly fine with me. You know what I mean? And if I want to go out into the world and promote an idea, I want my idea to stand on its own, not by attacking other people, but because I think, hey, I have a good way of seeing the world. And I think if we implement the things that I'm saying, that it will make the world a better place. And I'm going to put my arguments out there and I'm hopefully, hopefully other people will agree with me and see that I have something of merit to the arguments that I'm putting out and they will adopt it for themselves. But trying to enforce your way of living on other people by attacking other people usually only causes those people to lash back out and you don't win people over to your argument instead of people trying to see where you're coming from they start being defensive now they're defending themselves and that's when things go in one ear not the other.
2: wrong right that's what i believe but i'm wondering what you think about that you seem like to be okay with all this other like the lgbt stuff and you know mommy doing bbc porn do you think that it's morally okay to have sex with an animal
3: Um, personally, I don't really care uh, because we already, like, I mean, like, we already torture and eat animals, which is probably more fucked up um, than fucking animals, but I mean, like... (laughs) Yo!
0: Yo! He got a point, right? Okay. And I'm not saying it's cool to have sex with an animal, but, like, if you can harvest them, kill them, slaughter them by the hundreds of thousands or whatever... Which one do you think the animal cares more about? You having sex with it or you murdering it so you can eat? It's a philosophical question that you had to ask yourself, right? Now, I think that we're in general against bestiality and we're against that type of thing because it doesn't say anything about what the animal cares about. It says something about you as a person, right? What is going on in your mind to where you're attracted to something of a different species? That says more about your brain and how it functions and what that type of mindset can lead to in society. We don't want people just running around screwing animals. Like that's a perversion because we assume that most creatures are attracted to or mate with people of their same kind. And when you deviate from that, you're you're now introducing some kind of perversion within the system, whereas it doesn't necessarily translate you know, to a healthy society.
3: But I mean, if fucks an animal probably has a whole bunch of other weird problems going on in their head, I would imagine. Like, You
0: see, you see what I'm saying? Sometimes I be on it. Now, I didn't watch this video before this, but <laughs> soon as, soon as soon as I said it, Destiny followed up with it. <laughs> Devon said, what the fuck? Animals can't consent. Yep, that is true. They can't. Animals cannot consent. That's the taste of animals are the world, to be honest. <laughs> the animal might see those as the same <laughs> how, the, how the hell we get here, boy.
2: It's okay. Like should, should bestiality be legal? Um
3: yeah, I don't give a f Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you think do you think that- <laughs> well, <laughs> torturing and eating animals should be legal? I think that you should eat animals
2: the halal way. They should be slaughtered. In Islam, we believe that you should only eat animals that are slaughtered the proper way. Where I'm not talking about slaughtered.
3: I'm talking about like cooking cows up to hormones and drinking milk or pumping things into things. No, that's, that's not and, okay. That, that's wrong. Okay, You're so you eat all eat... factory farm shit and all that stuff?
2: I'm eating halal meat now, yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah, so that, that's like the proper way to eat it because they, they, you need to add some more to that. You think bestiality is okay, right? Okay, do you think that incest is morally okay?
3: The main problem with incest is usually intra-family dynamics are introducing a whole bunch of bad power stuff that makes it not healthy to pursue. So like older sibling, younger sibling is probably-
0: Yeah, when you start- mingling with your family members, whatever it is, you're, you're, you're introducing potential harm to a a potential offspring. It's the offspring part that makes it wrong. Because if you have a kid with somebody of your family, you're increasing the fact that that genetic makeup could be, it could form wrong. It could have all kinds of complications. And what you're doing is producing an offspring that would be inherently forced to deal with certain complications and have a worse life because of it. There's, and that's what, like I said, it, it, you can't really just boil these things down to like, is this morally wrong? You have to look at the implications. Like there has to be, we have to look at the goal and what is the outcome of it. But inherently, there's nothing like you can just point to. Reptile breeders have been mixing species and creating hybrids. They're going to take over the world. The reptile, man, that's what they call them, ain't it? <laughs> <Lion breeding. laughs> We're oh, we
3: always going to be unhealthy. Parent child is almost always going to be unhealthy. The issue with incest is that the internal family dynamics are, make it really hard for anybody to consent to any type of sexual relationship.
2: But what if we equate your same thing? Because like you you're saying you, it doesn't matter about public perception. <laughs> so if they're both adults, a
3: son, if and mother. If you've got like two twin brothers that are like 27, and they want to college, then they knock them out. I don't care. Go for it. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like this is when um, I think atheists don't see that there's a, a soul involved and committing. The- see, this is the disconnect that I think uh, Sneeko is having. He's allowing his intuition to get in the way of a logical argument. I think Destiny is approaching things from like a logical perspective of like, if we analyze the world as it is, and we try to look at things from an objective sense, then no, I don't see anything wrong with it. Sneeko has the intuition that these things are wrong. And most of us have those intuitions. We're born with them. It, it seems inherently wrong to see a brother and a sister doing things that they shouldn't be doing together, right? Like, we automatically assume those things. But if you remove the human bias and the the preconception that we come with and look at it from an objective sense, if you're looking at it from a logical perspective, if no offspring is produced, then you have a harder time arguing that these things are morally wrong. And I think that oftentimes destiny is arguing from more of a philosophical perspective. And Sneeko is looking at things at a surface level. He's looking at it more of an intuition. And I think... That's why oftentimes they disagree on certain things because Destiny is not going to take the time to try to explain it to Sneeko, because I've heard Destiny try to have conversations with Sneeko on a deeper philosophical level and things just go past him.
2: These deviant acts starts to remove your soul from your existence. And oh, when you start thinking uh, that everything's okay, just because like you can justify it in a, in a debate or something, there's some things that are just inherently wrong because deep down we know it. I, I think a lot of people even know this stuff without religion. But these-
0: Anytime you appeal to things you just know, you got to be very careful with that because Humans are not, we're not finely tuned in a way to understand the world. We are operating from a perspective of survival, right? So the brain is only in the business of arming you with the tools to help you survive. It's not really in the business of helping you truly understand the world. Now, we found a way to bypass that as we, you know, develop scientific means of Revealing deeper levels of reality and observing things in ways that we couldn't do with our naked eye. With our naked eye, but like anytime you appeal to how you inherently feel, or just because you have a gut feeling about something, you could most likely be wrong. You could be wrong about a lot of stuff, even though you intuitively feel that it's right or wrong.
2: These are right, just. Just wrong without debate, without discussion. Sure. I think mean, somebody like, like can this point like you'd say this is wrong.
0: Yeah, and I understand
3: you think that, but the problem is at the end of the day, you're not even relying on your actual intuitions. You're going by the weird religious ones. At the very no, least, like, not even, even before sure. uh, my no. reversion
2: to Islam, I, I would tell you the same thing. That's like, fine. I, I like, like, was an my, atheist, like <laughs> I was a red yeah. at atheist, too. And I would have said the same thing like no bestiality is wrong. Scott,
0: why Scott in the building? <laughs> I feel my soul being removed from my existence. Yeah. wow, bro. What the hell are you doing? What is this? <laughs> I'm listening to Destiny debate Sneko about all kind of shit religion and uh black culture <laughs> I was supposed to tell Scott when I was doing live, but I had to do a test run to see if I was gonna make sure I really came through on it. It just is. There, there's some things that, sure. that just that, are that's wrong. Great.
3: That's fine. I would rather use moral intuitions and reasoning to try to avoid harm for people. Right? Like you can sit here and be like, "Oh my God, you feel this way about raciality and blah blah blah." But I think that the way that your movement views women is disgusting. Like it's worse than any <laughs> amount of doggy f-ing or mother son when they're both 30, 40 years old could ever be. The way that you guys view and treat women. So, but I mean, like you have like your feelings for that, and you think it's all internally justified, in the souls have men over women. Blah. And you you relationship to Hold on, hold on. I'm not equating. <laughs> What do you think equating means? You're comparing it, and you're saying wait, that's wait, 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 wait. And that one Hold thing on. is worth. <laughs> what do you think comparing <laughs> means? Do you think comparing means equating? Why would you compare well, two things that are equal? Fine, maybe that wasn't the perfect word, but that it's no, insane to me. No, 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 no. it's not the perfect oh, word. You are pivoting. No, no, no. The problem is you can't engage. You, the you pivoted from beastiality yeah. to red. I didn't pivot. I showed you that you feel incredibly comfortable in your moral reasoning because of souls or intuition or whatever. When, I-
0: <laughs> when he started going on about the soul and all that stuff, I was like, all right, you just went from the realm of okay, we're trying to. We're trying to analyze these things as being right and wrong to like you, your soul being sucked. I was like, whoa, buddy, whoa, calm down, calm down. Like, are we talking about, you know, the physical? Are we talking about the spiritual? Because if you're trying to equate the two and you know that destiny doesn't agree with you on those terms, we haven't even elevated to that conversation because, you know, you're going to lose him. You lost all of us. Right. Even if we're talking about it from a religious perspective, which religious perspective? You know how many different people have different religious perspectives? There are certain religions that allow you to have multiple wives. Some religions that don't. Some religions allow you to do certain things that we would consider to be haram or sinful. Like, you can't... It's hard to have a conversation with Sneeko on certain conversations.
3: I'm saying is I have other moral reasoning that takes huge, um, that has a huge problem. with you say about, like women. You're sitting here focused on questions that don't really matter. Incest and and reality f- no, doesn't matter. No, how many people are f- animals in the world? No, that doesn't really matter. But things like how we treat women. the not of how many Those things are way it. more. No, it is about how many people. No, it's way not, more important. You know, yeah.
2: it's about the mindset of accepting that and accepting all types of sexual deviance. That's the biggest thing where we start to accept everything, and then every, the floodgates open, and then society crumbles. Sure. And
0: if I think... They, see. Here's the thing. Sneeko considers certain things to be sexual deviance, right? because destiny doesn't agree with his uh proposal that these things he doesn't agree on a fundamental level that these things are sexual perversions so just because you accept something doesn't mean i have to accept it either and because i don't accept your uh proposal i come to a different conclusion than you you automatically must think that i'm part of the problem but until we can agree and establish that we both Are talking about the same thing, and we're both arguing from the same perspective. If we don't agree on the fundamental basis of reality, how can we even begin to talk about what's right and what's wrong? If we don't have, we're 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 starting from two different starting points.
3: If you
2: think it's okay Uh to have sex with the dog, then everything starts to crumble after that. This this is—you shouldn't even have to bring up statistics. If people start to believe that things like this are okay, everything falls apart.
3: And and it's funny because the thing that Okay. has led us into the first world hasn't been the reduction of incest and bestiality. It's been treating women like people. That's been the thing that's moved us into this world. So the ways that we view women and the ways that they move in society have been far more instrumental in getting us to where we are now than strong stances on incest and bestiality, which are niche issues that very oh, few people watch, actually care man. about.
0: No, it's the difference. Is, We're watching both. <laughs> uh Destiny plays video games while they talk and they debate and stuff like that. So, I mean, you just got to deal with it. I, I had to learn to deal with it, uh, you know. <laughs> but they're, they're arguing about the moral distinction between uh sexual perversion like what's what's morally wrong about having sex with uh animal versus incest and uh some guy sharing his wife with uh, uh a big black cock
2: <laughs> it says we used to believe that men and women had different roles that women were supposed to be at home raising their children and now you're saying that treating women like people is treating them exactly the same as men it doesn't matter who protects and provides all
0: right so when it comes to this conversation about uh we used to believe we used to this that and the third let, let's be make something a clear distinction women did those things because. They had no choice, not because men forced them to because they were the best ones to do it, because the other things that needed to get done was best done by men. When you have to go out and hunt, a man is probably physically more capable of doing that. So it's probably better that the women cook and raise the children. But when you started to remove those aspects of women needing to do those things, you no longer have a justification for them. Women don't have to be home all day washing clothes. Women don't have to be home washing all the dishes. We got dishwashers. We got washing machines. So what do you want? You want the woman just to stay home? Now, when you introduce a kid into the aspect, yes, women are better geared towards being the nurturers because they raise the children, they, they, the, the children grow within them. They have a keener sense of the child's needs and more of a connection in that way. But that doesn't negate the fact that a man is just as crucial as being a part of the, uh, the child's life. Right. But those other things that you're arguing for that women need to be doing, we don't need to be doing those things. The only argument you have is that women have to play a crucial role in raising children. But those other things, staying at home, cooking and cleaning and all of that stuff. We no longer live in a society where that's mandated, because why would you force them to do something that machines do?
2: A woman to protect because like how many scenarios are going to happen? But ultimately, we are different by design. God created us differently.
3: If a woman wants to avoid harm, what's like the number one thing she should do? she should find a man who's going to be able to perfect, protect her. Wrong. If a woman wants to avoid harm, she should be a lesbian. Because the most likely person that's ever going to hurt you yeah, as a right. woman is your significant other. So you're, you're defeated by the very thing you're saying. When you say men exist to protect women, to protect women from who? Not from other women, it's from other men. So your, even your point doesn't make sense, right? It's not about treating women and men as equal. It's about granting them the same autonomy.
0: Now, there is a story in the Bible where God... Uh, there is a story in the Bible where I think Abraham, Isaac, one of them. No, Abraham, I believe. One of his daughters got pregnant by him Which she got him drunk, went inside, and did all that stuff whatever. And I think that there was some consequences to that. I think he was very upset about it. Uh, That did happen. Uh, But then we have Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve had two sons. One son killed the other son. And then the other son wandered off and found some random woman we didn't know existed. Uh, We can get into the muddy waters over that. (laughs) Of course. Do you need the verse? Hmm. reading the comments, I'm more of the fixed things around the house and have too many tools kind of woman. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really good.
3: And letting them make the choice in society that in they're the healthiest for them, that they want to do the most. So when you leave these options up to women, then they start working more, they do other things, and your society gets better. Look at every single industrial country in the world. One of the hallmarks of success is usually women getting to vote, women having access to reproductive control, and women working jobs. It's like the best thing for your economy.
2: Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you think that, but
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's not that I think it, it's just that's...
0: No, rebut. If you disagree, Present a, a, a more suitable argument and explain why he's wrong in a logical way. It's like, okay. It's
3: like the reality of the world. Every single successful country you're in, the one of your biggest markers for economic development is, is whether or not women are working and have access to reproductive control. or they-
0: Now, here's, here's the tricky part, right? There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. What Destiny's saying is true. Women being able to go out and make contributions to society has been better for everyone. That doesn't mean there won't be negative consequences, but the good might outweigh the bad. That's what we're arguing. Nobody's saying that. And I think what a lot of red pillars are the people who are upset that women aren't playing their traditional roles. They're more concerned with the negative outcomes than they are the positive outcomes. And if you focus more on the negative, you're going to come to a different conclusion. But if you focus more on the positive, you come to a different conclusion. What you should be doing is seeing it as a whole. Yes. We have empowered women. Women are able to do things that it wasn't able to do 50, 60 years ago. Women have more opportunities, more capabilities. They are excelling in a lot of different areas. That's great. But you can also say, well, now we have more broken families now that children are spending less time with the mom and the dad. They're being raised by other people at daycare. Uh, less meals are being cooked. People are eating out at fast food. It's unhealthy. Like you can go through all of the negatives, right? But just don't ignore the positives. So, yeah, you're going to have to make some trade-offs. It's the same thing with the Second Amendment. same thing with the First Amendment. Like, freedom of speech comes with consequences. You're going to have negative outcomes. So, just like me owning a the firearm, there are going to be people who get their hands on a firearm and do horrible things. So, every time you think of gaining access to something or furthering ourselves in society, you're always going to be met with some kind of negative consequences. You know what I mean? I don't think it was Abraham, maybe Joel. Yeah, I think it no, not Job. Job was in. Uh, what I don't. No, Job. no, nah, not Joe. Job was the one that um uh lost his kids and all of that stuff. I pressure washed the house and driveway, and I enjoyed doing it. Hey, if you enjoy it, get your groove on. You and your snake. See Javier. Yeah, without a standard to judge, you get to decide. It's subjective. Absolutely, and that's one thing I would never argue. Without God, without some objective a force outside of us to dictate what is right and what is wrong. Everything's subjective. Now, here's the issue. I believe that with God, there are still subjective. Because if God can change his mind, if God can say this thing is good and then it's bad, then now we're just removing the subjectivity to God. It may be objective for us, but it's subjective to him. Mm -hmm. You know, it was locked then, the one who had his wife turned assault. Oh, it might have been locked. Maybe I need to look it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're seeing all these makers. we're
2: seeing all these countries that allow all this stuff and believe in all this feminist lie. We're seeing them all crumble in real time and we're starting seeing them burn crumbling? In the past of years. France is calmly right now. One of the wokest countries in the world. Three years ago, we saw all of America burn. burn, burns Because so, of the BLM. Yeah, so Look, wait, wait, countries wait, 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 countries, countries where there's Sharia law. Shit, yeah. Countries where there's Sharia law. And we say like, okay, not everything is up to the individual person based on whether they want to do it. There's some things that should be taboo and we should not be allowed to do it because it's better for everybody else. Uh-huh. It's better because of basic morality. Those countries end up surviving. Those countries end up
3: surviving. End up-
0: I don't know what Sneeko's talking about. One of the most prosperous countries in the world is America. I don't know what he means by they end up surviving. There have been countless civilizations that have come and gone, come and gone, and who had different structures and all kinds of different things. There have been Muslim empires that have fallen. I don't know exactly what Sneeko is talking about. And remember I said earlier how somebody can feel something and then they try to logic or reason their way into justifying what they already feel. And I think Shnikko is guilty of that here
3: not countries with the top three lowest crime rates are all Middle Eastern countries. That's great. All countries. And who invented the microprocessor? Who gave us YouTube and Facebook? Who landed on the moon? Who runs the world economy and world trade? Who dictates policy to every other free nation on the planet? Who donates?
0: There's nothing wrong with God being subjective. Uh There's nothing wrong with God being subjective with his morals and it being objective for us. I would never claim that there's nothing wrong with that. I would just acknowledge that that would be the case. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh You know? I really don't my my biggest issue when it comes to religion when it comes to the aspect of God is when you start to bring hell into it. Believe what you want to believe or whatever the case may be. But when you start to say somebody will be eternally punished for something they did in a short lifetime, just it doesn't just the the punishment doesn't fit the crime in my opinion. That's really the only problem I really have and when people do horrible things in the name of their religion, but that has nothing to do with the concept of God. Uh I don't believe in God for all kinds of reasons, but I don't have a problem with God. I don't have a problem with God being the, the standard for what morals is and stuff like that. I have a problem with what people do in the name of God. And I have a problem with any form of God that would extremely punish somebody for a crime that is very minute compared to the punishment. That's all I would, that, that's probably the main gripes of most people.
3: It's more like it's not countries with Sharia real law.
0: Oh, and then there's like, the scientific aspect of it. If, like, your God is claiming certain things, or people are claiming this God did certain things that don't align with reality, then that might be an issue as well. What?
3: And those countries Sharia law can only do because they're sitting on mountains of oil, right? Like you don't exist without the United you're States. Arguing, I don't you're, you're trying that, to give me this idea sure. like, well, Sharia law is good because we can make some women work at jobs and that's, that's your marker for success?
2: You're saying, you're saying, no, my marker
3: for success. Also France has, violence. France France has death a whole history of violent protests. That's what they do. They kill their, my kings, they of success, their fire, nothing to
2: do. You see, you started bringing up all this and everything that happens to do with industrialized society and the invention of technology and trade. Like that's not how I mark a happy society. The ultimate goal is happiness right? Like the, all these, these things that your technological development, stuff like that, you can argue that it's actually hurt happiness quite a bit. That isn't the ultimate marker of success. And I, I didn't argue. For How that are you at all, finding happiness right
3: now? You're getting on I'm airplanes at- manufactured by Western technology on your cell phone blogging, probably made by Apple or Google on it's uploading to social media networks that are ran by microprocessors, probably in an Amazon warehouse. Every single part of your life that you're enjoying right now, the re- the women you can reach out to, the adventures you're having, all the learning that you're doing, this conversation I mean right now is built off of Western technology, not Sharia law. All
0: right, I- Thank you for the super chat, Scott. I appreciate it. 499 super chat. But if he knows all, then it must be all good. I like that saying. If he knows all, then it must be all good. <laughs> all be good. Sounds like you are getting close, my friend. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, huh? <laughs> imagine Javier Javier converting to Christianity. Back to Christianity. You know? uh, Imagine that. Oh. <laughs> uh, so let, let's break that down a little bit. But if he knows all, then it must be all good. Okay, you would have to argue that if he knows all, it must be all good. Why can't I assert? Let's say I believe in your God, but I assert the opposite. Let's say if he knows all, then it must be all evil. What inherently makes it good? Why must God be good? And by what standard do you judge God for being good versus evil? Compared to what? How would you know the difference? There are some questions that, you know, I would like you to ponder. Thank you. Much love for the super chat, though. I really appreciate it. Use the technology it.
2: that's here, but ultimately what makes me happy is my connection with God, is my relationship with people, is my then relationship with Go to Ayahuasca
0: in Brazil and go crawl into the Ayahuasca do that. that. <laughs> that's, that's some... No, Ayahuasca, oh, all that... that like, stuff, okay. That's the incest. I saw your video, by the way, on Discord, David. I don't know how long it is, but I'll check it out.
2: Speciality argument that you're making for, that's not what makes me happy. Those things obviously are fun and they give me access to people
3: and I'm taking advantage of the industrialized
0: society,
2: but that's not what makes people happiest. It's its connection with the higher power.
3: Okay. I mean, that, that is one aspect, but I mean, like...
0: Well, I mean, are there people who are happy that don't have a connection to the higher power? And let's say, Sneeko, what if you are happy with the higher power? But what if, just hypothetically speaking, if we can... Just entertain the thought right now. What if there is no higher power? In reality, would it be then that what makes people happy is the belief in a higher power? That wasn't really a connection in the first place? would you be willing to entertain that?
3: Loving God while you're starving, or you don't have a computer uh, can kind of suck in some countries. I think that all of the things that modern technology affords us, I think is really cool. I mean, and not just cool in like a, uh, I'm browsing TikTok all day kind of way, but cool in that like, uh, if I'm on an episode of like Fresh and Fit With You, like that's that can only happen in the United States, right? You're some like Haitian immigrant. I'm like half Cuban. Myron is who the fuck knows where like all these different people <laughs> are brought together by all the traveling, all the technologies, all the things in the country that makes it possible. It's only happening in the United States, right? Even in Dubai we, where all that shit is happening there's people from the US going there. Like, Should we legalize um, I don't know. I don't, a strong, I don't really care about bestiality. Is that all you think about Is animals? Or?
2: Well, I, I'm surprised <laughs> on your, your take on that. My, the reason I bring it up is we're allowing so much sexual deviancy. We're starting to allow everything. And if you can't take a hard stance on that.
0: He said we're allowing everything. Here, here's the thing, right? A lot of the people who say we're allowing everything, you cannot argue that you want to live in a free country and then be super into the idea of restricting grown people for doing things with consenting adults. Now, I would argue that bestiality wouldn't be right because, like we said, the the animal can't consent. There's an aspect to that. Also, there's something going on in that human being that I think they need mental health help. You know? They need help. Good thoughts. Great thoughts. Yeah, you think about it. You think about it, Scott. Yeah, I think that's something you should think about. Uh, But, like, I'm not in the business of telling people they must live a certain way. Uh, As long as like we, there are certain things that we have to regulate because it, it involves victimizing somebody. Those are the things that we should, but when there's no victim involved, I have to be very careful on what I'm saying, what we should outlaw and what people shouldn't be allowed to do.
2: At, then that changes my perception on your entire political view. Yeah, I think it's so. If we started I, to, care, I mean, yeah. you you could deflect with humor, but I'm not deflecting. It
3: should be I, as long as we can kill and torture animals I don't, know, yeah, I don't care. Go for it.
2: Okay, so BC alley should be legal in Destiny's. Yes. ideal world. Uh, well, yes. yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay, and incest should be legalized.
3: Um, I don't even know if incest is illegal. Most of the bad things that happen under incest it are is. already illegal. I, I don't, I don't, I don't.
0: Is incest illegal? Let me look that up real quick. Is incest illegal in America? I'd really be curious to know that. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, in all but two states, the special case of Ohio, which targets only parental figures, incest is criminalized between consenting adults. In New Jersey and Rhode Island, incest between consenting adults 16 or over for Rhode Island, 18 or over in New Jersey it is not a criminal offense, though marriage is not allowed in either state. New Jersey also increases the severity of underage sex offenses by, decree, by degree if they are also incestuous and criminalizes incest with 16 and 17-year-olds. Normal age of consent in New Jersey is 16. Ohio allows incest between consenting adults only when one party is not a parental figure. So it seems as if mostly it's against, like, parents and their children. Um, but, you know, boy, boy, boy. I don't think the issue with bestiality is necessarily that they can't consent. They might be able to and or enjoy the experience, but they can't testify to it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, one of the animals really wanted it, you know. There, there are cases of, like, dolphins doing, you know, the ads Javier's going to see after searching that. <laughs> I know, right? But I got ExpressVPN, you know, ExpressVPN. Let me say that again, ExpressVPN, you know? And if you want three months free, you can go to expressvpn.com uh, slash the Hobby Lobby. Or oh, Javier, Javier. <laughs> you got to have uh, some kind of VPN to end up with these kind of searches. I like think
3: it was every state. There um, should be no
2: punishment. Okay, how about even, not even legally, there should be no shame. That's, that's one thing I've noticed traveling uh, the world is that there's an element of shame that keeps everything intact because people don't want to act, they don't want to, past these taboos that have been instilled by society. Do you think that there should be no shame for
0: So Scott asks, uh, Javier, is bestiality right or wrong? Uh, I don't consider bestiality to be right or wrong. I consider, uh, I base what right and wrong is purely based on the outcomes. I think that uh, we can only judge something by being good or bad versus like what we're trying to achieve. I don't think bestiality necessarily achieves anything. Uh, So I think it's neutral unless it has, negative outcomes for example um if bestiality created some kind of disease in the animal which spread to the other animals and killed a bunch of people from eating the meat then i would say that was bad that was wrong for that person to do that if it there is no negative outcome from it i don't necessarily see it as a good or bad act i see it as a neutral act you know uh like i said I, i base at least in my perspective of morality i base it on what are you trying to achieve what is your goal and it, does it further you to getting to that goal or does it put you in the opposite direction? Uh, but inherently, I think it's neutral unless it has negative consequences. Uh oh, just answer the question Would you be okay if you had a kid that screwed a Labrador? Seriously, answer that. I would not be okay if I had a kid who screwed a Labrador. I would think I did something wrong as a parent or my child is suffering some, from some kind of mental health disorder. And the reason I would say that is because most humans don't seem to behave that way. It doesn't seem inherent in most human beings to want to have sex with other animals. So I would assume that there is some mismatch in his brain that's causing him to act out in a way that's not healthy for the society in which he lives in. So I would not be okay with that. Does that answer the question or do you feel as if I'm still dodging? I want to make sure that I'm answering your question. But I did answer, I would not be okay with it. For
3: no, incest. I think some, oh, for incest, probably there yeah. should be. Yeah, because most incestual relations are really bad.
2: What if it's like two consenting while they're healthy and they're like doing it just fine? Then they them. can
3: go for it. I don't care. Just like all Muslims are okay it. with. A nine-year-old, I think that's okay, well, probably not the biggest deal in the world. I don't, if it's like two twin brothers in college, each other, they, they can go have fun with it.
2: You, you see how you justify some sort of sexual deviance and you equate it to a consensual
3: marriage. I'm right? not thinking of like sexual deviance in some spiritual plane. Usually, what I'm thinking about is like what is causing harm to society, what's minimizing harm to society, and what's maximizing the autonomy for people. People should be allowed to make these choices and choose these things to do. Make them happy without so hurting other people. I think that's generally how I do things. But if you're on some Sharia mindset or whatever right now, I can understand why you would want to make some forms of masturbation or incest or whatever illegal. Okay, all right. All right. What's your wait? What's your next it's, it's, thing you're doing? Is it the JLP thing?
2: That's tomorrow, and then. Yeah, I have some, some videos to work on now. I've been working on my... Have you seen my, my new videos that I posted? Because you're like... Oh. All
0: right, so what I like about the fact is that these guys definitely really disagree majorly about a lot of issues, but yet still love at the end of it, which is good, I think. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed the video, subscribe for more. If you would like to get access to exclusive content, consider becoming a member or a patron at patreon.com slash the Hobby Lobby. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Hobby Lobby Discord. You can find all the links in the description below.